The following program contains swearing right from the fucking start. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to We Don't Do Stuff. I'm Sunny Dap. And I'm Jazz and this is our podcast about stuff we don't do, but we will eventually. So Jazz, what have we missed in Birmingham this week? Obviously because it's summer holidays for the kids. Oh yeah, okay. And there's loads of stuff going on. Okay. But some of the things that we've missed... They're kind of the things that we've talked about previously in podcasts and we've done some things related to the stuff. So I'm going to break them down slowly. Yeah. I think about five five things. Five things you missed. So there's this one called Terrific Tudors. Oh my God. Which where you could have discovered what the gruesome things and the terrible and hilarious stuff that was involved in Tudor life. And it was activities for the whole family. And you could have got dressed up and got involved with creative crafts. I was about to say witchcraft. Yeah. It probably was Which witchcraft. it probably was. Yeah. yeah. And it was all in the surroundings of Selly Manor Museum. That sounds awesome. So we missed that. So you could have actually learnt... What the actual Tudors are about. Or it would have been revision for you. Yeah. <laughs> because you've already learnt it. Yeah. In primary school or secondary school or whatever yeah. it was. And we already know the horrible things they've done. I mean, Henry VIII killed... Five or six of his wives? It would have been five in it to go to the sixth one. Yeah. What else did we miss? Okay, so this is another one. So another thing that we always mention, which you haven't mentioned recently, is dinosaurs. <laughs> so <gasps> yeah, go on. Is yeah, Karen. So basically, it was a thing. There's a thing called dinosaur drawbots. So where this is all for kids, by the way. Yeah. Oh, it sounds good, though, isn't it? Yeah. So basically, you could have constructed your own robotic dinosaur. What? And it would have basically so jealous. helped you draw on like a piece of paper or something like that. That's so I'm everything. assuming it's like a robot on wheels with a pen. Yeah. Remember that turtle thing? That turtle thing that used to draw? Yeah. No? Okay, but that's, this just shows now that I am older than you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which... So, but yeah, but don't worry. Come, come, this, <laughs> come this Thursday, everyone's going to be like, So, so who's, who's the older uh, you two? So in our school, we used to have a RM Nimbus, which isn't the ship from uh, what's the Matrix. Called? No, the future Futurama. No, have that's they a ship called the Nimbus, haven't they? Haven't they? They have. Okay. And you haven't got your laptop to look at. I thought he's on about the uh, small little um, nibbler. You no. know the okay. Okay. So basically, there's there we used to have a computer called RM Nimbus. Yeah. And it was it had a green screen and it had like all the buttons and all that stuff going across it yeah but we had a breakthrough thing where you could they had like this turtle thing and it was on like wheels and you had a pen attached to it yeah and it could draw out whatever you've drawn on the screen on the floor but you had to program it to do that okay pro i say programming inverted commas where you literally just drew it and but only one person out of each class was allowed to have a go at it at a time and my goal never came up. Which was? It never came up. It never so came I never up. got a goal. Oh, man. Oh, your goal never came up. Yeah. Oh, that's so sad. So I never got to go. But, you, but I could have done it on this with the dinosaur drawbots. But you're right, though. So the Nimbus is the ship that belongs to... Um, uh, Zaf. Zaf Brannigan, yeah. Zaf Brannigan, yeah. Oh, no. That is wicked. Like, you know, I didn't know that. I, I, I like Futurama. You didn't even Futurama. get that reference. <laughs> oh, I like Futurama, but I was thinking, is it? Because I thought you were talking about the Planet Express ship. I was like, no. I'm sure that's... Yeah, wicked Karen. So anyway, you could have assembled your own drawbot. Yeah, and you could have decorated it to look how you want it to, 
and you could have taken a picture with this robot. I'm assuming that's what it was. It sounds like that's what it is. Yeah. Anyway, it was designed for children six plus. Oh. So pretty good we missed it. Okay, this this sounded really good. The improvised comedy workshop for beginners. Oh no, it was who's doing that? Fat it Penguin. Was, yeah, it was your boys, Fat Penguin yeah, yeah. Improv Presents Box nice. of Frogs. And that was in Loki Wine. Oh yeah, yeah, that's in um, Great Western. Uh, okay. Great Western, that's in town, Birmingham City Centre. Yeah. No, definitely worth checking out. Like they're always doing stuff, uh, workshop and stuff. Do they do it every Monday? I think they do. You know. Yeah. So yeah. basically, it's um, open to everyone. It's entry level. Yeah. And it's a low pressure, fun environment where you can learn skills and how to create comedy on stage without a script. Yeah. I.e. improv. Yeah. And it's just making things up as you go. Oh, it's not making things up as you go along. It's a very specific set of mental processes which can be taught and delivered and mastered with practice. For a second, I thought you were going to go into the um, speech from Taken. Which was? Which was, if you're looking for ransom, I have no money. <laughs> but what I have <laughs> is a particular set of skills. <laughs> I don't know why you sound Scottish. <laughs> I don't even know if you've got this set of skills. <laughs> what set of skills is it? Improvising? <laughs> I've only taken this. <laughs> that is mean. I'm messing, I'm messing. Yeah, of course. So basically, it was a practical session where you yeah. can join in with a group and you can have a bit of a drink and a bit of a laugh. Nice. And it's, um, and it's in a wine place as well, so yeah. you could get some quality wines, I'm guessing, right? Hmm. Nice. Okay, this this is also good. So we haven't mentioned this before, but do you know what a decoupage craft workshop is? Decoupage craft workshop. Is it? Go on. Paper mache. Yeah, so basically, do you remember that thing that I started? To yeah, no, <laughs> as I literally turn and look into our recording <laughs> studio, I can see it all there. So, just yeah. so basically, decoupage is basically, yeah. it's either decoupage or decoupage. I ain't got a clue. I'm assuming it's decoupage. Depends on what, how much money you earn in it. I think basically, it's that decoupage is the generic name yeah. and decoupage is the brand. Oh, yeah. which is quite clever, isn't it? These people, yeah. so they basically name something which sounds similar. Yeah. yeah. So it was a decoupage craft workshop where you could have you basically you tear up bits of paper mm-hmm. and you glue those bits of paper onto objects. So yeah. those objects could be tiles or placemats or even like wine bottles or whatever you want to. Nice. And you decorate it with this paper, and then you varnish it, glue it, and decorate it. And it's quite therapeutic because the reason Sally's laughing at it is because I started to do it. Yeah. And then I got bored. Not because of the whole thing. And the worst thing was, yeah, it wasn't even messy because it's literally just one brush that you have to... Yeah. Um, the stuff looks up. pretty cool though. Like... Yeah, I've got it. I've got it there, but we're glancing over at it. But anyway, the reason I stopped it was because our nephew used to be around all the time. Yeah. yeah. And he always used to be messing everything up. So yeah. I just packed it all away. And... <laughs> A year later, after he like grew up, he still picked up one of them. Yeah. He played around with it, and he still smashed it. <laughs> yeah, I don't think he, I don't think he realized that they're just money pots, and you put yeah. money in there. I think he just saw them as actual toys, isn't it? Yeah. So I, I was basically putting this deco patch stuff on, um, uh, C- ceramic on ceramic money boxes, piggy banks. Yeah, piggy yeah. banks, money boxes. Yeah. Anyway, so we missed that. But the only thing was, yeah, that this thing was ten pound, which I thought was quite expensive, considering that you can buy all the stuff for about ten pound. But then it's the whole thing of like going in and like doing it and like yeah. meeting people and okay that yeah. sounds cool okay so talking about meeting people yeah. this you would have loved 
The is vegan dub lounge. Vegan dub lounge. Okay. So basically, you probably won't miss it now because it's a weekly. No, it's a monthly vegan food and roots music night. Yeah. And that happens every third Wednesday of the month, 6 to 11. And I don't even know where this is, man. It's in Iman's Aital Kitchen. Iman's Aital Kitchen? Never heard of it. It's in Birmingham, Mosley, I think. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you could have come down, joined the vegan food stalls, product sales, good prices. That sounds really there. good. We need to go down sometime. Yeah. It's between 6 and 11. It's the evening thing as well. It's a bit mm. weird. Free entry. That's it. With, okay, that's that's a that's a cool thing we need to check out, isn't it? Yeah, definitely need to check it out. So it's happening every third thing. So I think we'll put our every in our diary. Third Wednesday. Yeah, of the month. So the next oh, one's month. in September nineteenth. September nineteenth. Okay, cool. Okay, and this sounded quite good as well. The Rajasthan Heritage. I think I've got too much stuff that we missed. Nice, cool, man. Like the Rajasthan Heritage Brass Band. Where yeah. was that? That was in the Mac. And um, basically, Rajasthan's like an area in India. Yeah. And it's supposed to be like the land of royalty. Yeah, yeah, and it's basically like a desert, I think, the whole area. But it's got a rich culture and a tradition, and there's obviously like quite a deep heritage to do with the royalty mm. in India. I can't believe we're missing so many things, but we missed loads of stuff. Yeah, so basically, the the the, the heritage brass band is the living embodiment and the, of the landscape and the spectacular culture and they were celebrating the vibrant colourful lifestyle of the music and dance from that area and we missed it fine got it are they still on are they still on are they like a no once in a once lifetime, a lifetime experience never coming back I'm only joking it's probably gonna they're probably gonna be back yeah okay now the, what sound definitely good is that vegan thing I'm gonna check that out man because uh, that's always mm. fun isn't it and finally oh he's got more the last thing yeah. which we missed but someone we know didn't Paw Patrol Live. Oh, yeah. Which was in Arena, Arena Birmingham. Yeah. So our nephew, who also likes to break stuff, yeah. <laughs> also likes to go to watch Paw Patrol. Yeah. So you could have gone there, and I like this quote, man. It's Xbox the spot. <laughs> it's playing the word Xbox the spot. Which is? Xbox the spot. Oh, the spot. X. Okay. Was it, was it something to do with um, uh, pirates? Yeah, it was. So it's the Great Pirate Adventure. Oh. And uh, you could have met Mayor Goodway, the pirates. Yeah. And it's a celebration and you could have seen Ryder and his team. Yeah. And if you don't watch Paw Patrol, check it out. It's pretty good. Yeah, you're missing it, man. you got like two seasons on Netflix to catch yeah. up on. You can binge it within about... But the episodes are, what, 10 minutes long? And they're pretty good and pretty funny as well, right? Yeah. They're so right. we watch it with our nephews. So obviously, he was watching it. But sometimes, he used to get bored of it and fall asleep. <laughs> but we still used to watch we still it. We keep, keep it on and we're like, we want to know what happened in Adventure Bay. <laughs> and whether bloody, yeah. what's his name, um, Ryder managed to rescue yeah. those kids that were trapped. It was, It's like, you know, all the old school cartoons, they would have like the team and the team would have a specialism yeah. or a specialist. And it was like, um, oh, there's so many, like the mask... Remember the, the mask cartoon? Yeah. So the geezer, they all used to transform into these like like um, body suits. So one geezer used to be like air, land and sea. So they all used to be like part of the seal yeah. force. And then you remember the centurions as well? 
They used to have like mm. basically they used to have like a chest plate, yeah, and the, uh, something a hollow a hologram used to come out. All oh, right, yeah, that so was all cool. they, they were very similar. All them cartoons, well, they were, yeah, they were yeah. like literally um, masks and Torians, Transformers, yeah, Transformers, I suppose, is robots, yeah, in disguise, yeah. But no, the one thing that's funny about um, uh, the cartoons that when we watch them with our nephew, I have to keep saying when we watch them with our nephew, like we don't watch cartoons, we yeah. watch Bloody Simpsons and stuff, yeah. I'm going to watch. But anyway, the there's a very distinct difference between the animals that can talk and the animals that can't talk. Yeah. So it's really weird, isn't it? Like some animals are like... Especially in Paw Patrol. Yeah. Because you've got the dogs who are sentient creatures. Yeah. And then you've got other animals within there, like the chicken. Like a chicken. That is not sentient. Is it, is it just a chicken? Yeah. Yeah. Which like is what, really weird, isn't it? Like what? <laughs> and the funny thing about in Paw Patrol as well, that they have a uh, dog that's a robot. And the robot dog can only bark, yeah. <laughs> which makes like absolute no sense. Yeah, like the one, the one thing that should be able to talk is the robot dog. Yeah, and then you think if they're not robot dogs, then why do they need to risk the real dogs' lives? Because they're the heroes, aren't they? Oh, I suppose, isn't it? Yeah, they're sentient. Anyway, what else? That's all the stuff we missed. We missed a lot, but we it's missed fine. a lot. But I think we missed a lot because it's half term, isn't it? There's a lot of things going on. Is it actually half term or is it just holidays? Not half term, sorry. Summer, summer holidays, holidays, isn't it? Yeah. I can't believe the summer's gonna be over, man. It's like March. Soon, soon, soon. No, it's yeah. not March. It's like August. August, yeah. <laughs> it's like March. It's like my head's like. <laughs> well, it is like March, isn't it, for you? Because you're still at work. That's There's true. No change it? for you. Yeah, it isn't, man. It isn't. I I remember like six week holidays, and you know, it used to be like so wicked. Are you ever used to like after the End of six week holiday, you're going back into school. I used to forget how to write. My used to be like, oh my I god, to, yeah, it used to be really weird. Like I had to hold a pen. I remember mm. once I went back into primary school and I was like, I don't know where I'm meant to be. <laughs> like, why? Because I just like I never, uh, I don't remember receiving any of the paperwork mm. telling me what class I need to go into. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, for I know, I could have been held back two years, man. I probably ended up in the <laughs> wrong class, and they're probably thinking, I wasn't a big kid, man. I was just the, the kid who got <laughs> held back in the wrong. In, in, in the, the wrong, wrong year. year but yeah that's what happened yeah that's uh yeah so what, what have you been up to this week i feel like that section of the stuff that we missed was too long man it's fine man we missed loads of stuff and it we'll put a timestamp on there we'll tell you we'd mm. fast forward in it uh yeah fast forward to this anyway <laughs> so what did we do what did we do i've literally straight up from the top gym gym and gym Okay, I've been doing the same thing as well, but yeah. do you want to share your progress? Or? Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. So, um, finally, on the running side of it, running for like 20, 20 minutes, 25 minutes. Yeah. Solid. Hmm. Straight up. But it's good. And um, the what I noticed I'm doing as well is, if um, like I started off running at a 10, notice I can't keep it up, then just take it back a bit. And it's fine. You know, I'm still moving forward. And the app suggests that as well, you know. Hmm. So that's fine. So I don't, you know, it's a, I'll just get it done. I complete it. Um, and on the weight side of it, yeah, still lifted more. I'm still increasing it and still make sure my form is good as well. And the results? The results. Um, do you want to talk about it or don't you want to talk about it? What do you mean? Like, yeah, I mean, the results is good because I uh, also went out and like, so I tried on clothes that I haven't worn in a while and they'll fit me. Hmm. And it felt good. And they were loose. And they were loose, some and some of them fitted me properly as yeah. well. So, so I mean, good. I've been going gym as well, and I think um, people have started to notice that. Yeah. Like, I, feel, I look a bit trimmer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is obviously was 
That was a good and challenge I think, then, wasn't yeah, it? I think week? everything, I think the whole thing um, adds up, man. Obviously, the, the work we're doing in the gym and the food as well and the food that we're eating. But it was, it was good, man. Like, even mm. on um, when we went out um, for Chantal's birthday, everyone's saying the same thing. They're like, holy shit, man. It looked look like you're like literally half mm. half the size. So that was it. So just been gym. Um, went out. Yeah, went out to. It was Chantal's birthday. We went to Chantal's part of Jump Prop, the UK's first definitely diverse improvisational theatre company. And we went out to the Arcadian hmm. in Birmingham and uh, went to. It's called. The bar's called The Individual. Yeah. It's called in, like, in the, the Individual Bar, but it's just uh, full of the same old, same old, same old people. <laughs> like, literally have photocopies of each other. Yeah. <laughs> nah, nah. It but was were they okay. there by themselves? No, nah, no, nah, they were with people on it, so they weren't even there individually. <laughs> they were, nah, it was an okay place, man. It had, yeah. it had a nice vibe to it. Anyway. Plus, we were, we were chilling with our crew. Um, and yeah, I saw the pictures, man. Looks like you guys were having a pretty good time. It was good. It was really good, man. Like you know, really, really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. I have a nice vibe to it. But night. that was like quite different because, like, obviously our podcast is to do different things. Yeah. But you went out at like nearly half ten, eleven o'clock at night, which was what? a bit weird. Well, the crazy thing was like, Shan, our mate, she was like, "Guys, meet up there for 11 and we we're like, "That is too late, man. We're gonna get there early." By the time everyone finally gets there, it was literally 11. Yeah, was it? <laughs> because everyone's there like, you know, we're trying to beat traffic. We're trying to find somewhere to park. We're trying to find each other. Because well, you get into the arcade and then you're like, where, 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 is, where everyone? is everyone? So we trying, we literally found everyone at, at 11 o'clock. And yeah. then we're just laughing, thinking. But our mate, Chantal, she was still late. Was so, she? Yeah. she was even later than 11. <laughs> she was even later than 11. So we were like, whatever, man. And then uh, it, was, it was cool. I really enjoyed it. I had a good time. And uh, it's been a while since we've been out, so it was, it was nice. But you nice. know what, yeah, like we went to, we, me and Sally were in town on uh, Thursday. And uh, one of the nightclubs, yeah, the Prism. Prism, yeah. Which used to be Gatecrasher. It, it used to like be the various... works, it used to be Gatecrasher, it used to be so many, so many name changes, man. Exactly, yeah. But you know what, I actually found out what was going on. So basically we were there and it was the most packed I have ever seen Prism. Yeah. The queue was going back around the other side of the street wasn't it yeah yeah so it was literally so going like, around the block yeah, in it so it's like literally around around the block yeah but anyway can you guess what it was because i was saying that it must be something so a student massive night. happening it was a student night yeah but basically it was the a-level results special oh and that's why it was so packed yeah 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 he was playing one or was there any special djs no, or anything? it was just well the, it says lemon juice that might be a dj yeah, I we're this, not with it. <laughs> oh, well, this is it, man. I had the same problem when I was out yesterday, yeah. man. Like when the DJ was throwing, playing like classic tunes yeah. from like from like the garage era. I was like, yes. And when he was playing tunes from this era, I was like, I'm gonna go to the bar and get a drink. I don't know what's happening here. Yeah, <laughs> where am I? Okay, cool. But um, yeah, other than that, man, I've just been watching films, been watching a few things on Netflix. So I'm trying to utilize my Netflix subscription. Subscription, like literally, yeah. this all this is now is about just seeing what subscriptions I have and utilizing them. My gym membership, <laughs> the cinema, cinema world membership, yeah. Netflix. Yeah, so yeah, what, what have you watching on Netflix? Uh, you're watching that new program by Matt Groening, the creator yeah. of um, The Simpsons, the Simpsons and Futurama. and Futurama. It's called Disenchantment, and it's yeah. another animated series. And I really like. Okay, I've only watched a few episodes, but I really wanted to love it because I'm a huge fan of The Simpsons yeah. and Futurama. But I was not feeling it. Hmm. And I don't know what it is, but I think I need to give it a few more episodes. 
But I, I think th- we only watched I only watched one episode and I wasn't liking it. Yeah. To be honest with you, I thought it was a bit But I'll tell you what I really loved. I was watching this other animated series. Are you doing a review on thingy? Do your disenchantment review? Well, it's Isn't not really it? a review, man, I'll have to give it I have to give a few a few things in it. I think it was the first episode, wasn't it? So was yeah. it like a pilot? You can't even say it was a pilot because it's actually like commissioned for well, uh, they, ten episodes, isn't it? Well, they well they still call it a pilot though in some in some cases. And but I know what you yeah. mean though. It's not like it's a but the first episode is meant to lay down the whole. Like, do you remember watching a series and just watching the first episode and thinking, wow, yeah, you know what? Okay, which which I want to watch it. Yeah, which one is that? Do you remember any like or uh, probably like a lot of the stuff they watched on like Netflix, like yeah. uh, Daredevil. Definitely Daredevil. Yeah, yeah. Breaking Bad as well. Breaking Bad. Yeah, yeah. Like, that was the first and even one. like for me like Rick and Morty. Like watching yeah. the first episode of Rick and Morty. He was thinking, okay, where is this going to go? Yeah. Like, even the first episode is just jam-packed with so many things. And even something like Orange is the New Black, yeah. or Zombie, what else did I watch? Quite a lot of shows that I watched and I thought, you know what, that was the first episode was... Oh, cool. See, good, and yeah. even, like, for me, like, um, yeah, there's so many things that you watch the first episode and you think, okay, that's got me, that's got me hooked. Hmm. So... But this first episode wasn't, was it? Nah. Yeah. And, and I'm more good because I literally just wanted to, like, I said mm. I wanted to love it. And see what it was about. But what I think was what they were doing was they were introducing all the characters in there. Yeah. So they can kind of have it like The Simpsons, where like the sim the episodes are episodic. Yeah. And they're not necessarily linked, linked but yeah. they might be linked. These ones. It's the things that like changed a lot because before what would happen is when when people were making TV shows, they would do it so it was just a contained story, hmm. and then the the people would make their money by getting replays. Yeah. On uh, on the TV stations, but now when you got stuff like streaming services, um, they they need to have it. It kind of weird, like it, you know, part of a contained story, but also linked to a bigger hmm. overarching story as well. Yeah, and that's what you notice. And this is this thing is for Netflix as well. Like when you're watching Netflix, you know, you see that it ends. It always ends on a cliffhanger, doesn't it? Because hmm. they want to get you to just watch, watch the, the next, next one. Yeah, watch the next one and like literally binge it. But it's been. Yeah, so I think we need to give that a few more, few more episodes. Might before. need to go back and like, yeah. watch it properly. I can't, I can't really give my thing on that. Whilst I've been watching, I also been watching Final Space. Yeah, um, which is another animated series. I don't know who's it by, but I'm loving that. It's science fiction. It's it's cool. It's got really cool characters in it. Um, David Tennant's playing the voice in the bad guy. That's the sort of person I recognise mm. on the on the voice talent. But yeah, it's wicked. Yeah, it's, it's um, uh, created by this guy called uh, Alan Rogers. Alan Rogers, Who okay. started his career on YouTube. No way, man. Mm. That's pretty So decent. he's known for um, uh, comedic sketches and shorts. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I, th- I think, you know, like a lot of people are coming through. Yeah. Like there's a lot of talented people on YouTube. Mm. And like, you know, like we watch some shows. Like, we were talking about it today, actually. We were saying that, that when some of these independent or these small YouTube channels become popular. Yeah bigger companies want to buy them out or they do buy them out and uh, like it's good for the person but it kind of does take it away from their creativity sometimes as well doesn't it yeah I don't know yeah. it's, it's kind of it's a bit of a weird one because like, the things I love on YouTube at the moment um, is obviously stuff like Honest Trailers that's wicked Cinema Sins um, and I think YouTube basically it gave people like you know you watch regular TV and you used to watch um, a regular TV show that would talk about movies and stuff but mm. it wouldn't go into much de- like depth or detail. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Um, Jonathan Ross, film with Jonathan Ross or whatever. But you're watching like these YouTube channels talk about these specific subjects in depth and in detail. 
and it's just wicked it's like it's nerd culture everywhere hmm. for, for everything carry on so what do you think um final space i'm really enjoying it i definitely recommend it and i still got to finish it but i'm just loving every bit of it hmm. if you, if you like how many episodes is it 10 i think it's about 10 yeah so it's kind of like a mix between for me i find it as like it kind of got like guardians of the galaxy feel to it it's um it's kind of like rick and morty as well yeah in a sense with science fiction elements of it hmm. but yeah I really apparently one of the voices exhibit okay I didn't know that. Who is he playing? The... He doesn't say. He doesn't say. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, he looks pretty good. So how many rocket ships are you giving it? Rocket ships. Uh, I'll say four rocket ships, man. Yeah. I was going to say four, uh, four moon pies. Because that's the name of the pet. Yeah. Moon pie. But yeah. Um... But um, do you think it's... I, th- I think I watched a couple of episodes of it. And it seemed more interesting than that disenchantment. It definitely, yeah. Yeah. But... I need to check them both out, I think. I'll tell you what, I was also watching on Netflix. Um, this, uh, I totally, totally know what this was, but it's basically the story of this um, sushi master. Oh, yeah, I think I remember you And that was, uh, that was pretty awesome. And this guy literally, like, he was 70 years old and still ticking on. And he makes the sushi, which can cost up, his dishes can cost up to $350. Hmm. And people literally come into the guy's restaurant and it's a very small restaurant. You sit down there. You got a book in like, I don't know, a month in advance. Yeah. And you sit down there and they'll make the dish, the sushi there and then in front of you. Mm. And you eat it. And mm. the guy's got like master chefs from all around Japan mm. who will come down to his restaurant and they all eat at his restaurant. And they can't believe how the guy has literally kept it so simple, but yet so flavoursome. Mm. And, you know, the sushi master was basically talking about his techniques how he's got like the same routine and the, what his idea was that he does the same thing but he perfects it and it'll be each time yeah and that was just amazing because that you're watching that show and you're looking at the guy's determination and you're looking at his passion for what he does as well hmm. and like for me that was just like that was awesome man so the show's on netflix and i think it's called hero or Giro, dreams yeah. of dreams of sushi yeah yeah j-i-r-o yeah and that was just uh that's what I like about Netflix, man. It's got some weird things. Or it links into the other things you've watched. And sometimes when you watch something else and it suggests something else, it never matches up. But this mm. did. I watched Wild Japan. Yeah. And then that's why it linked to that. But it's got, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, really enjoyed that as well. That was good. How many uh... sushis? Um, I'd say about five sushis, man. If you're interested in that culture, because yeah. it also shows you when they go um, sh- into the markets as well. Yeah, and like you see the actual size of tuna fish, and I think, whoa! And you can find out why the guy was massaging an octopus. Yeah, literally, he's doing stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So the guy was giving an octopus a massage for like half an hour, forty-five minutes, forty-five minute massage. Yeah, and you can find out why. <laughs> <laughs> that was weird, isn't it? <laughs> but yeah, yeah. But how about yourself? I think the only things that I've really been doing is we went to watch two movies, didn't we? Yeah. So on was it Wednesday and Thursday, or was it Thursday and Friday? It was Thursday, uh, Friday, wasn't it? Thursday, Friday, yeah. yeah. So Thursday we went to watch The Meg. Yeah. Starring Jason Statham. Everyone's favourite, Jason Statham. Which Jason Statham films do you like? I liked, I loved him in Snatch. Yeah. That was when I first was in, introduced to him. Hmm. And he was just like, just so chilled and just like wicked. Because um, even in that film Snatch, like the only other person, the only person I knew about was like Brad Pitt. Hmm. And then you you know you got and you think your Brad Pitt can play the main character in Snatch, 
Yeah. But he's playing um the the bare knuckle boxer, the gypsy boxer. And then you got this main character, Jason Satham, who's just wicked Turkish. So I think Snatch for me has to be the best one. I haven't seen any of his other films apart from him in the Fast and Furious franchise. Have you not seen Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels? Mm-mm. I ain't seen that. No, no. That's good, you know. I, th- I think I like that. He was pretty good in there. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, um, I think the other... So basically, Jason says the English actor, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. So he's born in... I think, I believe he was born in Derby. No, wait, he's <laughs> from Derby. That's amazing. <laughs> I'm saying this like I haven't read his Wikipedia page. Yeah, yeah. So basically, yeah, he's, his film career started out like in 1998. No way. And that was uh, Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels, first yeah, yeah. film. Because I think he was and a model did... for Diesel as well, isn't it? For? Diesel? Maybe. Yeah. He was a model, he was an Olympic swimmer as well. Hmm. Um, yeah, the guy's like very well, his, Yeah, his roles have been pretty similar though. But I think like the other films that he was in was Transporter. Yeah. I think he was pretty good in those. I haven't seen any of those. Yeah. Um, I loved him in Spy as well. Like yeah, in Spy, think... he was playing that character that was just like too funny. And if mm. you ain't seen Spy, I definitely recommend watching that as well. And he's been in the Expendables franchise as well? Yeah, I ain't seen that. Hmm. And Fast yeah. and Furious? Yeah, obviously I've seen that, yeah. yeah. I liked him in that as well. I think he was a good... Him and um, The Rock definitely had good chemistry. And they're making a spin-off for them as well. Yeah. You can see why. But yeah. But yeah, so The Meg, what what is it about? What is it about? So basically, The Meg is a shark movie. Yeah. Shark attack movie. Okay. But the shark is even bigger and even deadlier yeah and it's so big it's actually a extinct species called the megalodon and which is a, which is without sounding stupid a real species yeah okay uh, so, how did they find out about this megalodon that's what i don't get now well they probably found out the same way that we have which is by checking on wikipedia okay so sorry okay let's let's uh so karen so the, let's talk about the film because i feel like i've so basically, it's an extinct shark species yeah. that lived approximately 23 to 2.6 million years ago. No way. But anyway, obviously, they probably found fossils of it. Yeah. How else are they going to... That's true, know? isn't it? Yeah. yeah. So anyway, <laughs> the film, yeah. So the film stars Jason Statham. And it's, di- it's directed by a dude whose uh, name looks like John Turtlebay. Okay. Here, look, let me show you. John Total Top. Dude, this is well, isn't it? Yeah. Okay. Don't know what his name is. John Turtlebay. So basically, that dude's directed it and it's based on a book, isn't it? Yeah, which I never knew that. I just yeah. thought it was a dumb shark movie. I, thought, I just thought, I could imagine someone going into the, the movie executives or the movie executives mm. saying, we want to make a film like Jaws, but bigger. Yeah. Megalodon. <laughs> I know. But I think it's a good premise. Like, you know, like these, they're like, they're a bit like zombie movies, aren't they? Like, you know, they always have something to make it come out every now and then. Yeah, yeah. But with, with the, the Meg, like, they try to put some science behind it. Yeah. And obviously, it's like a science fiction film. Yeah. Would you say it's science fiction? I'd definitely say it's science fiction. I think yeah. um, we don't want to, obviously, this isn't a spoiler review, so we want to keep it spoiler free. Yeah. But I think the way they introduced this whole world and the way the Meg comes into yeah. our world was interesting. I like yeah. that. Like, it doesn't have to be science fact, obviously. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be like complete fiction, but it yeah. has to be believable. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think the way that they explained where the Megs come from. Yeah. I think that was believable. Absolutely. Because yeah. um, this isn't a spoiler, but, you know, you, you know, obviously the Meg has come from the deepest, darkest depths of the ocean. Yeah. 
and people still don't know about the ocean people are still mm. are discovering things you know there's a uh, people had a checklist of you know these are the the conditions for life to to uh but to occur or to you know be sustained and you know they've there's dark spots in the ocean that got no oxygen but there's still life there mm. you know and they and scientists are finding they're finding that baffling Hmm. You know, and like they say that we know more about the surface of the moon hmm. than our own oceans. Yeah, and there's like you know talks and things of like Arctic Baltic squids and things hmm. that people don't know and people that haven't, haven't discovered. Yeah, so it's crazy. But basically, the movie it's um, it's a you're saying that it's a joint production, wasn't it? With uh... yeah, so this was an interesting one. So Warner Brothers and uh, I think a Chinese studio is I'm not sure I don't know the name. So they co-produced this movie, yeah. and uh, you know, obviously, watching the Megazord, you see there's using a lot of Chinese characters and a lot of America or you know US um, characters or actors. Sorry, and it was it was interesting. Like it for me, it all it doesn't feel like forced. If you know what I mean, hmm. it still it played to the story well, and it was good. And I like the characters in there as well. Obviously, Jatham Statham was good. Um, but yeah, I think I think I really enjoyed the film, man. Like, really, really enjoyed it. Do you think um, um, his name was like obviously Jonas, and I think that might have been a reference to uh, a biblical yeah name. And is there like something to do with Moby Dick? Yeah. Well, that's um, so it's like Ishmael? the book of Jonah. The book, okay. Yeah, it's uh, in the Hebrew Bible. Yeah. And basically, it's something to do with. The sea. Okay, that makes sense. So, did, yeah. did, was it Jonah who lived in the whale? Maybe. I actually don't know. Okay. But it is that, yeah, Jonah and the whale. Yeah, okay. So, okay. So, there was a reference. I never knew, I never knew about watching the film. I think the film, I definitely recommend it. I definitely recommend, um, I wouldn't watch it again though. I think I've got what I need to get out of it. Yeah. I would watch it just in normal 2D as well. I yeah. wouldn't bother with the whole 3D stuff. There are some shots that you'd probably think, oh, that looked good in 3D, but they're literally so few and far between. Hmm. And, uh, yeah. I think overall for me, like, I found it really good. Like, uh, I think it was interesting enough. Yeah. The characters were, as you would expect from these kind of films. Yeah. Like, you know, you're not really there for It kind of felt like, building. yeah, did it kind of feel like it was like a um, uh, a Jurassic Park on... Yeah. Yeah, you did. Jurassic Park in water, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you had your, like, characters and all that, yeah. So, basically, yeah, like... Um, Obviously, you you're not there for the the character building. No. You're there for the shark yeah. going around killing everyone. Yeah, which is what you're there for. Yeah, but literally, man, I thought in this movie, um, um Jason Statham, he was Aquaman, wasn't he? Yeah, he had such uh, he had crazy underwater abilities and yeah, there's he, things that happen in there where you're thinking, okay, <laughs> yeah. So even like a doctor saying that he shouldn't be able to survive this, but yeah. he's there surviving, surviving it. it. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Hey, well, he's the hero of the film, and it? yeah. this is all weird, isn't it? So he's he's like literally Aquaman. And the funny yeah. thing was, this movie was even produced with I mean um, Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers were the studio behind it, weren't they? Yeah. So that was quite funny because the uh, Aquaman film is obviously being made by Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that movie, man. That's gonna mm-hmm. be good, man. Aquaman. How many shark teeth are you giving it? Shark teeth. How many rolls of shark teeth? I'd give it. Um, you know what? I don't know. I was gonna say three and a half, but I don't. I don't want to give it four. I'd go yeah. with three in it. Started three. I think I would give it four. 
Yeah, okay. In August, yeah. in this week, I'm going to give it four. <laughs> yeah. What I'm, I'm might... saying is that like it was entertaining enough, wasn't it? Yeah. Like it was worth watching. It was entertaining. Yeah. It was enjoyable and as much as it was going to be. And there's some that bits that when I was watching it, I was like, oh no, they're going to like, you had me at the edge of the seat. Like I was there yeah. like, you know, you're there. The way the the shark is and the way the whole character's reacting with it. And it, it was good, man. There was no kidding. There was, oh, she was funny as well. And there was good chemistry. Do you feel like there was too many characters or do you think it was just I fine? I think there was too many characters. Yeah. But there were, there, some of them, like, you don't even remember. Yeah. And, like, I, don't, I wouldn't be able to recall anybody's name. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. Like, and I like the start where, like, everyone introduced themselves as well. Like, yeah. it was so corny. Yeah. It was stupid, wasn't it? Probably. Yeah. yeah. This is me anyway, and I do this. And... Yeah, but anyway, like, the movie, like, obviously it's got a lot of CGI in there. Mm. So it cost about $180 million to make. Yeah. And they've recouped back three hundred and fifteen million, almost. Yeah. So you know they're making profit of these. Well, movies. they're gonna. Well, they're gonna. And the yeah. reason why it's significant that this is a co-produced um, movie with China is because apparently, when a normal um, film from the US or a Hollywood-produced film opens in China, they only get about through the box office sales of anything off China, they only get back about I don't know, apparently twenty-five percent. Hmm. But because this is a co-financed and co-produced film with China. And the Chinese studio, they can get up to about forty percent ticket sales back, hmm. and that's what's going to really like, basically bring them into a profit. But they, they never really know how much films like if the films ever make a profit. Yeah, like, it's always just estimated budgets and wipe your nut, and it's like the studio knows, but we don't know in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the the way they this thing called creative, um, well, it's not a core creative, but it's just creative accounting design it where they. Because yeah. sometimes it's like if you make profit, then you have to pay these people off in it. Yeah. Well, guess what? There's this and there's that and there's this expense and yeah. I mean, did you hear about that story about that dude? Um, you know, who was the body double for Darth Vader? So mm. Darth Vader was in the original Star Wars. He was a farmer from Devon, and he's quite tall. I can't remember the guy's name. And he signed. He never had an agent or anything, so he just signed to say, yeah, you know, gross profit of Star Wars, I'll take this much, but. Apparently he got screwed out of a deal because the Star Wars movies apparently never made a profit. Hmm. Yeah, that's like you have to fact check it though. That's mental, man. That's messed up, isn't it? Yeah. So anyway, it's good that the other studios are co-producing it because it makes yeah. it more profitable well, for yeah other people involved. Absolutely, and also like you know you get to see other you get to see other characters that you never get to see represented. So you had like you know Chinese characters who were who 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 were. 3D humans you know mm. what I mean and that sounds stupid but I did kind of feel the letdown for what the Meg was it was that the one like obviously they're trying to break the breaking stereotypes X, Y and Z but I felt like the um, I can't remember the character's name now but the the actor who was playing the 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 black scientist I felt his character yeah. was a a stereotype of just buzzwords but don't you think that all the characters in that movie were stereotypes? Okay. Like, think about it. Everyone from Jason Statham was the hero. That's true. And he had all the hero traits. And I suppose yeah. you, had, you, had, you yeah. had the eccentric billionaire. Yeah. He was like, I'm just a billionaire. I'm yeah. here to make money. Okay, cool. And he had that. And uh, had also the... The, the love interest. Yeah, that's true. She, she was, was just... She was interesting enough. But she just the love interest. Yeah. 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 Okay, and, fair enough. Um, and then you had the her dad. Yeah, who was the... The archetype kind of so he was like the John Hammond yeah 
Yeah. Imparting knowledge to... Is it not John Hammond? Richard Hammond, isn't it? Not Richard Hammond. You the know, the guy from Jurassic Park. Jurassic yeah, Park, so yeah. the guy's like, no, this needs to be all ethical, isn't it? Yeah. Okay, fair enough. Okay, I see where you're coming and from. And all the scientists were a bit cannon fodder. Yeah, 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 yeah. Easily killed. Yeah. And um, you had that one, the stereotype of the doctor as well, who's like, I, I don't like yeah. you, but <laughs> yeah. medically you're not fit. And, well, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. fair enough. I see where you're coming from. Yeah, I'm so going to be they, your... They were all, literally, everybody was there. Okay. But as for some reason, I still enjoyed it, though. Yeah, it was. So I'm saying, like, you know, like, it was half expected. Like, the character, even the... This would say the introductions were dumb as well, but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good. I recommend you know, it. Yeah. I, you, don't, you don't need to spend any more money on them. Just go and watch yeah. it. And, uh, if you can get a two-for-one on, like, Meerkat movies, man, just, just do it then, innit? Just do it. Okay, so the next film that we went to watch was The Equalizer 2, which was a vigilante thriller, thriller film. Yeah. And it was the sequel to Equalizer 1, which came out in 2014. Which I haven't seen. That, yeah. that does not seem like that long ago. Yeah. Four years ago. I didn't watch Equalizer Whoa, 1. Oh, four years ago. You know, for some reason in my head, I was thinking you would say like, yeah, only two years ago. Two years ago. To me, it feels like this film's very dated, Equalizer. The first one. Just by the look of it, like the poster of it even looks like... Something out of 2014. 2000s. Like, you know, like... Okay, I see what you're saying. Yeah, like back so in the day kind of So, what was Equalizer 2 about? Equalizer 2 is obviously a sequel to the... Equalizer 1 yeah and it's basically from what we could tell it was a retired military ops guy yeah living a reasonably normal life getting about his normal way yeah. and got a regular job where he's like a Lyft or Uber car driver yeah. kind of person and he's just involved with trying to help out people in his neighbourhood local, local yeah. community yeah so that was interesting enough but yeah. I mean it was the Spoiler free again, but the build up to everything was very slow. Yeah. And it was like, you know, you really got time to like get to know the characters and blah, 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 if blah. If this was, sorry to cut you off there, but you're absolutely right. It was very slow in it. But I kind mm-hmm. of felt like if this was like, I don't know, a three part special on Netflix. Yeah. Then you'd be like, yeah, you're building up to it. You can digest yeah. it. But if for a movie, it felt like you needed to just have some bits cut out. Yeah. Um, I mean, I... I enjoyed it but it was very slow like yeah. the reasons like why I liked it and why I enjoyed it was obviously like Denzel action was good I liked the characters hmm. um, but yeah yeah do you find it was preachy at times I think Denzel Washington was very preachy his character wasn't yeah. He? yeah but then he's also like you can see that he's they're trying to do that thing of like you know with his character he's trying to like put someone on a better path but there's some yeah. funny bits in it as well, though, isn't it? Like, we watched yeah, it. it was it was good. It was funny. And yeah. it was interesting. And, like, you know, like, it was enjoyable. But there were some aspects of the movie which you wanted more of. Yeah. But they focused on, like, the wrong kind of aspects of yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, you know, like, we were talking about um, uh, Tom Cruise being, like, 55 or whatever. Yeah. How old do you think Denzel Washington is? Shit, man. I'm going to go with 60. Yeah, 63. Shit, man. He don't... But we were saying that he looked old in the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. like, even his posturing and the way yeah, he was yeah. standing, like, he looked like he was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, like that, that but old. fair play to him though. He's still yeah. pulling it off, man. Eh? Like yeah. doing the stump, stump stunts and all that yeah. shit, man. Well, we don't know if he was doing the stunts, but yeah. he was he was definitely there, <laughs> definitely there doing something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, it was interesting. But this is what I'm saying. Like, you know, like maybe the film was set around the kind of action that he could do or he wanted to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, he wasn't... but then his character as well is meant to be really efficient as well. Yeah, because they're not supposed to be these like. Um, fancy fighters meant to just like mm. boom get the stuff done yeah. but story wise it was story wise was kind of generic 
you know, for me, what I liked was more of like this retired military guy. Yeah. Who's trying to like help out normal people. Mm. But when when stuff does get messy, he was like beating the crap out of the people. Mm. That's when it was interesting for me as well. Yeah. Like when, you know. Do this... you think it would have been like a good uh, Netflix series? Where like, you know, like you've got your, your pilot episode is where he just explains a little bit about what he does. Yeah. And each episode, like it starts off with somebody telling them like a little story. Yeah, yeah. And then throughout the whole episode, he goes and does all this stuff in the background. Yeah. Equalizing shit. As yeah, it yeah. Was. And then he comes back and then he's, everything's works out for the person and they don't know how it happened. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, it, like that's like that's, every episode. Was that's what a bit like, because like there were some bits that he was sorting out for people. Especially like there's a you can see there's a trailer there's a kid there's a character and you know he's working with him and he's you know trying to put him on the right path that was good I like that um, but yeah I don't know I just I don't it's such a weird one like would 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 I watch it again probably not because it was slow too slow yeah would I recommend it if you're a fan of Denzel if you're a fan of Thingy then if you going, like action thriller kind of stuff yeah I don't think I would recommend it to any of my friends I don't think they would enjoy it yeah but. But then I'd say, look, if it if it's on Netflix, watch it. Watch it in chunks. Yeah, but then mm. we don't know what the first one was like. This That's might have been the exact same as the first one. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. But it was it was good though. It had a good opening sequence as well, man. Like it had some really good bits. Hmm. Like I'm looking, I'm thinking back at it now. But yeah, I mean, I'd I'd probably give this a three stars. Yeah, I think yeah. probably about the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. But I, w- I wouldn't watch it again and I'd uh, recommend with caution. Cool. cool. Three stars. That's it. So, getting back on track to what our show is about. So, what are we doing next week? Next week, what will we be doing? So, we've got, um, got Speed Dating. Yep. And Anything else you got? That's it. Gym, Speed Dating, nothing Probably else. Probably some movies. There's something out. Yeah, so you got got... Um, Darkest got... Minds? Nah, forget that, man. We've got Black Cans, man. That's out. Yeah. And um I think Yardy's gonna be out as well. Yeah. Um Happy Time Murders. Yeah. And Slenderman. Hmm. So quite a few films are quite a few films are. Yeah. So we got speed dating planned. Yeah. And we got so I'm going also going to a pub meal again, Garden House pub. And it's also the bank holiday weekend as well, isn't it? Oh Coming yeah, up? yeah. Yeah. Where's my invite? For Garden House Pub. Yeah. It's a work do. Oh man. <laughs> I'm turning up, man. When is it? <laughs> it's on a Wednesday when the day you're busy. Oh, it is, isn't it? I plan my days. <laughs> well, I don't want to invite you. I plan them on days. <laughs> well, no, you're doing stuff. Cheers. Cheers. Anyway. Yeah. That's it, Emails man. and tweets. Uh, nothing, man. Nothing. Okay, same. So, you can email us at we don't do stuff at gmail.com. So, if you want to email us any feedback. And you can also follow us at we don't do stuff on Twitter. I think you probably need to post some tweets and stuff. For yeah. More. Definitely. Man. But anyway, Tuna McCartney, everybody, thanks for listening. That means. Oh man, I messed the outro. Go on. Tuna McCartney, thanks for listening. That means. No, no. Tuna McCartney means no problems. Thanks for listening. I'm independent. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs>